Well, I'm here. It's the Amanda Seal Show. It's Tuesday, and I'm back. I've been gone. I was in Africa. I was in the motherland. And, uh, you know, we were celebrating Martin Luther King Day. And I'm very excited to tell y'all all about the trip. Nails, how you been? I've been good. I've been jealous as hell looking on your Instagram story. You over there in the motherland. I've been jealous, but I, you, feel, <laughs> you look refreshed. You're glowing. I do? A lot of adventure and journey that went down. So I, I feel like I came back with a different energy about me. And I won't know about that energy until I get over this jet lag. But when I get there, ooh, when I get there, y'all better watch out. Y'all better watch out. All right now. Well, what do we got coming up? Because we got to catch me up what's been going on in the world. I have not been paying attention. Well, unfortunately, welcome back to the United States of America. Mm -hmm. um, our first topic we're going to jump into, Keenan Anderson, who's a D.C. school teacher and the cousin of a Black Lives Matters co-founder, he died of cardiac arrest after being tased by LAPD. It's only January 17th and we've already got one of these stories. Unbelievable. Well, actually, too believable. What else we got? Yeah. Good morning, America. We'll soon be goodbye, America, for TJ Holmes and Amy Robot. So there's reports flying around that they've lawyered up and they're going to deal with this whole impact of the whole relationship controversy at Good Morning America. You know what? I don't know if they ever thought in their lives that this would be the hill that they die on, but... I, if they don't get some type of reality show after this, they didn't play it right. <laughs> what else is coming up next? Also coming up this hour, Eddie Murphy, he shared some advice for up and comers in the industry. And it's got a lot of people talking. Ooh, I'm curious. I'm a big fan. You know, Eddie Murphy is my fave. He's up there. So I'm curious what he had to say. I know we also got coming up this hour. We usually do black around the world on Tuesdays. And uh, I just got that from Kenya. So I'm back from being black around the world and I want to tell y'all about it so make sure you stick around for that stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Said It and give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 wake up if you're starting your day with us get up if you're moving through your day with us but whatever the case you know that it's time to listen, laugh, and learn because it's the Amanda Seal Show Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. Hope everybody is having a good day thus far, but we got to get into a pretty terrible story right here. Nails, break it down for us. Yeah, our first story in Black Europe News. Kenan Anderson, who's a 31-year-old father, an English teacher, and he happens to be a cousin of one of the Black Lives Matter co-founders. He died of cardiac arrest last week after he was repeatedly tased by police officers. And this is the third black or brown person that LAPD has killed since the top of the year. This is Oleyemi Oluren. She is a criminal defense attorney in New York. She's Bahamian born and she's fighting the fight. But listen to this audio that she has to say. I'm not big on expressing like fatigue when it comes to anti-racist work, especially in the sense of police brutality. But this video of Keenan Anderson, a 31 year old man gets into a car accident and he calls the police for help because he had a he got into a car accident. He has an anxiety attack and they kill him. And that no matter how unacceptable, how morally bankrupt, how egregious, how heartbreaking, how tragic something you're witnessing is, you know, you know already that the police are going to defend it. That's the part. The police are going to defend it. And so if they continuously are defending actual, completely morally bankrupt behaviors, then that deems them a morally 
bankrupt institution. And yet we continue to have to pay into that institution and we continue to have to be expected to respect that institution. And it really is just like she said, it's it's exhausting and it's damning. You know, this brother lost his life for no reason other than because a police officer felt that he was a threat when he was not. By the way, he was running away from them and he was tased close distance. If you tase somebody like to their body, then that's electrocution. And the police were quick to say, well, he was on drugs because we found cocaine and and weed in their system. What does that have to do? Did you find a weapon in his hand that he was wielding in an effort to bring force to take your life? No. Again, this becomes an example of a black person at the hands of the law, losing their life when they had called upon the law to actually protect them. You know, co-founder Patrice Colors of BLM, this is her cousin. I know some people are going to be like, oh, well, she the one who was, was scamming folks with Black Lives Matter. I don't want to hear it. That's not even relevant to this conversation. And what we need to continuously focus on is how we're actually eventually going to undermine the police as they exist today and create in some form or fashion, a police system that actually is for the people. This is getting old. You see videos like this constantly with people that look like you and I. And here's the crazy thing about how society is today. It happens so much that people can't even grieve with the situation that's happening now because it happens again tomorrow or next week and people just move on. People move on and it's incredibly devastating how quickly they move on. But ABC is moving on like Maya. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it looked like they are. And even Amy Robach and TJ are lawyering up to kind of go to war with ABC because it looked like they might not be back on Good Morning America. I mean, even if they win the case, it's like you're going to get some money. So I guess, you know, they can get some money and buy some little lake house that they can go to and, you know, sit by the fire and eat s'mores together while they explain to their children why they had a public affair. <laughs> because that's that. I mean, at the end of the day. People are like, what's the big deal? Like they are equals. And so that's really the issue that they were equals in the company. So there shouldn't be a reason why they would have to be removed from the company. So they're not wrong. I know they got a lot that they're talking about. A lot. But when we come back, Eddie Murphy got a lot to say because he is talking about three simple secrets to success. And he shared it in his Golden Globe speech. And we're going to share it with you right here when we come back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? We're back right here to the Amanda Seals Show. It is your favorite funny girl and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, joined by DJ Nails. Welcome back, Amanda. A lot of people have been hitting up the podcast and telling us that, hey, there hasn't been any new episodes up. Guess what? Amanda is back from Africa. We in the building. <laughs> Jambo. That means hello in Swahili. <laughs> we are in Love the <laughs> building. Now, you know who was in the building of the Golden Globes was Eddie Murphy. He reminded us why he is the comedy goat. I want to let you know that there is a a definitive blueprint that you can follow to achieve success, prosperity, longevity, and peace of mind. It's a blueprint, and I followed it my whole career. It's very simple. There's three things. You just do these three things. Pay your taxes. Mind your business and keep Will Smith's wife's name mouth. (laughs) (laughs) The goat, the goat, man. There wasn't ready. I love me some Eddie Murphy. 
I really do. And when I met him, he was so gracious and kind. And I was so happy because sometimes, you know, you meet your heroes and you're like, oh, I could have not met you. And that would have been better. Can I tell you when I heard that audio, I'm thinking he was going to drop some like real gems on us. Because, you know, when certain comedians and certain entertainers get to a certain level in a certain echelon where they pop out once every five, 10 years, they give us like some real gems. Eddie Murphy was just like literally being Eddie Murphy, still on his toes, giving us comedy, making everybody laugh and making light of a horrible situation. I know Will Smith was probably pissed off at home that he was standing <laughs> up there watching Eddie Murphy giggle and make jokes about him. But still, in the same token, Eddie Murphy made light of the whole situation. It wasn't something heavy. You know what I mean? I mean, listen, he pissed off comedians for a while. So we're going to be making light of the situation for quite some time. <laughs> You're meh. Now, when we get back, I am back on American soil. And I'm going to take you back around the world in my own words. I'm going to tell you about my incredible trip to Kenya. I know you want to hear about it. So make sure you stick with us right here at The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Amanda Seals is taking you black. Around the world. All around the world. It's all around the world. On The Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. Hope everybody is enjoying themselves as much as I am being back right here on the air with y'all. What's up, DJ Nils? What's happening? Are you really enjoying yourself? Because you look like you had a blast when you were out across the other side of the world on this vacation. I really did. I mean, I am enjoying myself being back, but I really enjoyed getting the opportunity to go to Kenya. So I was in Kenya with the One Love Travel Club. So they are a travel group that basically like pairs like celebrities, influencers, et cetera, with a group to like go to different destinations all over the world. So they did Egypt, they did the Philippines, they've done Morocco, et cetera. And so they had hit me up and we're like, where do you want to go? And I was like, somewhere with black people, animals. And they was like, Kenya. <laughs> There are black people and animals in Kenya. And it was a dream. You know what was one of the best parts about this trip was that the group that was there, you know, it was 15 people comprised of like all strangers and they were all dope. And listen, Nails, you know, I do not like people like that. So for there to be 15 people and nobody was annoying, nobody was corny, nobody was extra. Like it was just such a beautiful group of folks. And we went out there and let me tell you, it was not cheap. But what you're paying for is the fact that we did not have to think because Chloe, the owner of One Love Travel Club, when I tell you she had that whole trip sewn up to the minute, to the second. And it's not to say that you have to do everything, but it was the fact that we didn't have to think or worry about like the next step of things or whenever there was a hiccup, it was always handled immediately. That's what you end up really paying for. I've never experienced that before. So that was a great time. I got to go to the Maasai Mara. I saw all the animals. I saw elephants. I saw giraffes. I saw lions. I saw mama lions and baby lions. I saw baby elephants. I saw zebra. And for anybody who knows me, you know, I love animals. So getting to see all those animals in their natural habitat was incredible. We also got to go to the Maasai village. And so we got to see just how the Maasai live and got to talk to them about just their their culture they was like we drink blood and milk and we was like wow those are two things you should not be drinking but for them it is working uh, <laughs> we went to yeah. Mombasa yeah. which is the the beach town so we got to go over there and like see the beaches and the shores of Africa we stayed there for a day we got to relax by the pool and that was really cool also their ocean on that side of where we were the tide goes out super far so like you can actually like in the middle of the day walk almost a football field before you get to the actual water. And then we were in Nairobi. Whoa. And in Nairobi, we got to go to, I don't 
like the term slum, but we got to go to a settlement and it was just really impactful. And we got to see just how folks have to exist and, and, and live and the work that people are doing within those places to help people. And let me just tell you something about black folks. It don't matter how much money we got. Hair is going to be done. Everybody's hair up in there was done. Okay. Some of y'all out here paying $400, $500 for your braids. They're not even washing them. Well, baby, we was in the slums of Nairobi and everybody had their braids looking just as good as yours for about $2. All right. So it really was just like incredible to see that type of just uh, consistency amongst black folks and how we get down. But it was beautiful. And everybody I felt like was really kind. Like that was the culture, kindness. I was going to ask you, um, because I saw the video of you sitting like like you were sitting on a stoop in Harlem, but you were sitting in a, in a it looked like a hut, like next to a hut amongst the people over there in the motherland. That was one thing I spotted. But the second thing I wanted to ask is how could you compare our beaches in the States to the beaches over there? I don't really feel like I saw enough of the beaches to even give a fair assessment because the beach oh, that I went okay. to, I feel like I didn't get to even experience that beach to the fullest because by the time I got out to the beach, like the beach was already out to the tides. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I didn't really get oh, to like right. swim <laughs> in the ocean but it's not like okay Kenya's not going nowhere Amanda like you can still go back there but it was once in a lifetime because it was so many aspects of goodness that came together at one time and I got to experience that in real time so I'm, I'm back happy new year with y'all 2023 I'm gonna carry that energy that good energy with me but I suggest everybody if you can get to Kenya get there there's so much to see and so much to feel we got more of the show next so don't go anywhere it's the Amanda Seal show and I'm back baby the Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We're back here on the Amanda Seal Show. It is nails right here. Amanda is back from Africa, and we really want you to stay connected with the show because we love hearing from you, especially if you have some messages welcoming Amanda back to the States from her trip over in Africa. So call us up anytime at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Amanda, we have a podcast caller from H-Town who wants to comment. Hey, Amanda, this is Cherie from Houston. I love you. I have been loving you for so long. And girl, I didn't even know you had a show. I spent the whole break catching up on every episode. So now I'm about to listen to the first one in 2023. And when I tell you I have come down to tears so many times just listening to your theme songs and just your creativity, the day you told Nails you were excited because your brain has led to this career. Baby, this is what you were meant for. We needed um, this from you, and I'm so glad you're here. And I ain't never heard of DJ Nails, but I rock with you because you cool and you rock with Amanda. I love y'all so much. Congratulations, Amanda. I cannot wait to be a fan of this show. I'll be your shawty wop on your seal squad. Whatever you want to do, girl. Just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sheree. And you know what? We got good news for Sheree because our show will be on 97.9 The Box in Houston starting on Monday. Yes. So we are so excited to be expanding down to the H-Town. And thank you for all that love. And you can share your love right here. All you got to do is call 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Now coming up next, police just outside of Philly in Lower Merion, Pennsylvania are under fire for tasing another policeman in the tasing, y'all. For tasing an unarmed black woman in a Wawa parking lot. We gonna share this next right here on The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We are we are
show. Hope everybody is starting their day off on the right foot. You're already on the right foot by even listening to the show. I am Amanda Seals. I am joined by DJ Nails. Nails, give us a rundown of what we got coming up this hour on Black Eric News. All right. Controversy has erupted um, over in Lower Marion. Shout out to our listeners in Philly. There was a cop that tased a black woman in the Wawa parking lot. What is with the cops and the tasing people who should not be tased? What is this? Like, when is this going to stop? Ugh, I'll, I'll get into it later. What's up? What, what, what we got next? A sitting juror in the Young Thug YSL trial decided to go on a little vacation, and the judge was not having it at all. Wait till you hear the punishment. I can't wait to hear the punishment. I hope it's as entertaining as hearing the judge recite Young Thug's lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, in the Do You Mind Your Business or Nah segment, there's a woman who spotted a girlfriend's husband at the hospital with a pregnant woman. Do you mind your business or nah? We'll get that scenario in your ear coming up on the show this hour. Ooh, child. We also got the and the when I give out some props for some goodness and some blows for some dumbness. Now find out who or what is going to get those props and blows when we come back. Stay connected with us on all socials at Seals Said It and give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-H. That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back. I hope you're having a sparkling day right here with us at the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, joined by DJ Nails. Nails, let's get into some Blackerate news. What's up? Blacker, Blacker news. All right, so our first story, uh, police just outside of Philly in Lower Marion over in PA. That's where Kobe Bryant went to high school at. They're under fire after tasing an unarmed black woman in a Wawa parking lot. Now, you mentioned this earlier. What's the deal with police officers in their tasers? Now they're getting taser crazy. Because at the end of the day, their whole purpose is just about trying to make people be under their dominion. And it's all about control. And when black people in particular demonstrate that they are not to be controlled, they will go to any means to do that. And since, you know, some of them are at least like, oh, well, let me not try and kill it. They're going to try this other method and they're still getting away with it. He going to tell this woman, you put that window down now or I'm going to break the window. Yelling at this woman in her car, they walked up to the door with a gun pulled out, ultimately tased her and dragged her out of the car. And this was for a traffic stop. How does this make sense? And there's no word on the woman or what charges she is facing. But I hope that we continue to amplify this because it doesn't make sense. It is absolutely unnecessary. And he would not have done that to a white woman. You and I both know that. Everybody here listening know that he would not have done that to... Karen in the car, he would have politely asked her to roll down her window and offered her some great poupon. I can't handle it. Okay? I can't handle it. Not the great poupon, though. <laughs> Had to take it back. That's for the real ones out there. Y'all know that. All my old heads know about that. Next up, uh, from old to young, let's talk about this young thug trial and this judge uh, who had something to say about a potential juror going on vacay. Well, apparently you're not supposed to do that when you're a juror on a trial. The judge can hold you in contempt and throw you in jail. But instead, this judge for Young Thug's YSL case made this juror write a 30-page essay. Listen to this. Contempt is punishable easily by a fine of $1,000 and or 20 days in jail. I am not going to fine you. What I then want to do is, in order for you to satisfy your contempt, I'm going to commute the 20 days and require you to write a 30-page paper on the importance of jury service. Because years ago, people that look like us couldn't serve on juries. 
It was prohibited. I want you to talk about jury service in Georgia and discrimination. And you can talk about anything else you want to, in that regard. And he said the essay got to be written APA style. Okay, so I don't know if y'all know what APA style, but it means there's specific ways that things need to be laid out and format. And it has to have 10 primary sources and 10 secondary sources. That's 20 sources, y'all. Okay, there's there's Wikipedia articles that don't even have that. So she better hop to it. I was thinking initially like, damn, that's steep. But then when he just actually described it and broke it down, like people like us right. weren't able to do this. All right. Damn, okay. that's I, I, deep. I, I, <laughs> and it's real. And I think it's great that instead of punishing her, you know, with these capitalist things like money and, you know, being in, in prison, he punished her with knowledge. And we can't complain about that. So she ain't going to make that mistake again. And I hope you all don't make the mistake of not calling us up at one eight five five amanda 8 That's one 855 Now coming up next, a woman spotted her girlfriend's husband at the hospital with a pregnant woman. Now, did she mind a business or no? We're going to give you the scenario and open up the phone lines for your thoughts when we come back right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and neighborhood common sense specialist, joined by DJ Nails. And we are getting into a segment called Do You Mind Your Business or No? <laughs> All right. So this woman spotted her friend's husband at the hospital with a pregnant woman. Now we're going to let you check out the scenario to see what you would do. I'm at the hospital. I came to look for somebody at the hospital. As I entered the hospital, I saw my friend, husband, with a lady who is pregnant. He saw me, it's evident. So I said to him, you know, kind of looked strange. I was kind of watching what's going on. And I realized he was hugging up on the person. So me being me, I went over and I said, um, how is such and such, you know, my friend? He said, who? I said, your wife? <laughs> he looked at me strange and said, I am not married. I was there on Sunday. I was at the house on Sunday after I left church with these people. And he's telling me he's not married right in front of the girl. So that tells me he's the father of that baby. Yes. So me call my friend now. I said, where are you at? Because she's going to come to the hospital to look for the same person. So she says she's on her way. <gasps> now, where he messed up was a number of places. But he also messed up in lying to this Jamaican woman. Because let me tell you something. Jamaican women do not play games. And it's about to go down. You, do you understand? She really like took the sword out and is like, oh, we about to chop this one up. Do you mind your business or not? Nah? For me, it's a no. Nah. It's a no. Nah. <laughs> I ain't minding my business. Now, how, how, nah. how do you break it down to your friend and let them know that you just saw that though? Rang, rang. Hey girl, I'm here at the hospital. I just saw Roderick hugged up on some lady. I know this is a shock. I'm telling it to you quick because I need you to get up here quick. All right. We'll deal with the, the after effects later. Get in the car. I'm at St. Episcopal's. Let's go. <laughs> That's it. Let's ride. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm going to do the unpopular thing, but I've learned from helping out other people in their relationships. But in this scenario right here, I wouldn't have called. I would have just took a picture and be like, yo, just ran into so-and-so at, at, uh, at the hospital, you know, with a picture. Now you can do with that what you want. I'm not going to be the person to be like, Oh, hey, I'm going to fight you. Man, cheat. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to fight you. Because I'm just like, what is he, What is you saying? Like, say what you're saying. You know, I just... <laughs> No, I really feel like if he hadn't gone the extra mile of lying and like gaslighting her to her face, you know, that right there makes it insult to injury. Now we can't 
play around with the possibility because this is someone who is demonstrating that they're a sociopath. So I need my friend to actually mm -hmm. act because I feel like you actually need to be protected because this person right here is on some otherness. But I want to hear what you all have to say. Am I overreacting? Is Nails underreacting? What would you do? Hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8, 1-855-262-6328. And you know what? If you have a story of your own like this, we want to hear that too. Give us a call. We'll be right back with the Big Up Let Down at The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl Amanda Seals here, joined by DJ Nails, and it is time for the and the. Now we do this every day. I give props for some goodness and blows for some whackness, and I got to give a big up to the One Love Travel Club. They are the folks that invited me to come with a group to Kenya to see the country and I had an incredible time and I just want to shout this black woman owned company out for doing the daggone thing and setting up this type of experience more of us need to get out of this country more of us need to not only go places where we can be at like you know these uh, all inclusive resorts but actually be with the people see the people and also for those of us who are black Americans going to Africa we got to get to the motherland and get connected to the soil so shout out to the One Love Travel Club you get the big up, big up. for reaching out and turning me up onto East Africa and Kenya. Jumbo. Now today's let down. Let down goes to Delta Airlines. Okay. Now, y'all, I am a loyal Delta traveler. You know, I am diamond medallion. Okay. But I have never flown a Delta flight like the one I flew on the way back. Now, on the way back, I had to fly from Amsterdam to uh, Salt Lake City for my connecting flight. It was 10 hours and 40 minutes. That's a long flight. Do you know that on the flight, Somebody had an accident in first class and they accidentally urinated on the plane. They were not able to clean it up sufficiently. And so there was actually like a trail of urine in the jetway onto the plane. So people were walking through it and tracking it onto the plane. And so the plane smelled like urine for 10 hours and 40 minutes. We was in a pee-pee plane, y'all. We was in a pee-pee plane. Drip, drip, drip. Trip. I mean, it was like I was trapped in a New York City subway car for 10 hours and 40 minutes. And then the, flip, the flipping flight attendants was like, we don't smell anything. How are you going to gaslight a whole plane? How are you going to gaslight a whole plane? <laughs> then we got on the plane. They fed us within like 30 minutes of being on the plane. And then they did not feed us again until the last hour of the plane. We was on that plane for nine hours, y'all. Nine hours. And they ran out of snacks. How y'all going to run out of snacks on a 10-hour flight? 10 hours. You sure you want on spirit? I'm telling you. I really felt like I was on Homeboy <laughs> Airways. Like, this was really not okay. <laughs> And you know what? Listen, I am I am very grateful for my opportunity to get to ride in first class. But if you're going to have to pay what you end up having to pay for first class, they got to treat you first class. OK. And it was not that. So, Delta, y'all owe me some miles for the pee pee plane, for the snacks and, and the lack thereof. And I just want to know when I'm going to get them miles in my account. So hit me up. Now, shout to y'all for always hitting me up. And let me know if you have any comments on our Big Up Let Down. Did you ever have a bad Delta flight or a bad anytime flight? I want to hear from you. And if you had a good trip, tell me where you went. Call us up. We got more of the Amanda Seals Show when we come back. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.
We back here on the Amanda Seals show. It is nails. That is Amanda Seals, your neighborhood funny. How, how you say it, Amanda? All your aliases? Common sense specialist. Yeah, common sense is not so common for me, right? <laughs> hey, always stay connected with the show. We always like to hear from you on the phone lines and on our social media at Seals Said It or call us up at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. You guys blew up the phone lines on this story when uh, the lady said that all women cheat. Hey, Amanda, this is Shawnee from Philly. Um, I don't know what the hell she is talking about, but all women do not cheat. And if you notice, she said all girls. And I am a woman. And as a woman, I have a standard that I have to hold up for myself. And I just don't enjoy giving a piece of myself to everyone who asks. If that's the case, it's going to be transactional. Shawnee said, don't include me in your foolery. I'm a grown-up, okay? <laughs> Who we got next? Let's go to Christine. No, not all women cheat. My boyfriend was away for a year. I wasn't even with him before he went away, and I stayed faithful to him the entire time that he was away in prison. And when he got out, I still stayed faithful to him, and I've been faithful to him since we've been together. So not every woman cheat. Thank you. <laughs> that thank you was a button. She said, thank you. <laughs> Cut it out. I'm over here holding it down. Never, ever gave my cootie away. I kept it tight. All right? So let's not include me in that. She was not playing with y'all. Well, I appreciate y'all giving us a call and setting the record straight. This is why we have the phone lines open all the time, 24-7. So make sure you give us a holla. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. And make sure you follow us on socials at Seals Set It and tell a friend what we got going on over here. Now, when we come back in Handmaid's Tale news, the Missouri House of Representatives has adopted a very sexist slash high school dress code for female lawmakers. And we're going to discuss it coming up next on the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, we speak the world all this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. We at on the vibration level every day right here at the Amanda Seals Show. I am your favorite funny girl and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, joined by DJ Nails. What we got coming up this hour, Mr. Nails? Jumping into some blackurate news. Our first story, Missouri House of Representatives. They've adopted a new legislation requiring an unprecedented dress code on mm. female lawmakers while in the chamber. That's more men trying to tell women what to do with their body. Plot twist, it's a woman leading the charge. We'll get into that. Whoa. Gentrification has changed the culture across the country and once prominent communities of color. Why do rich people love silence? This is one of those topics that you need to hear and we'll break it down for you coming up. I really love this conversation, especially as somebody who lived in Harlem and saw the gentrification happening in real time. What else we got going on? Tory Lanez went to jail over the break and his father says he forgives Megan the Stallion for his son shooting her. I, I just said exactly what I said, and if it didn't make sense to you, we got to break it down for you. What <laughs> cool. in the Dick Cheney? <laughs> 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 well, I got a 
question for y'all. Do you still wear things that your ex purchased while with a new mate? This should spark some responses. Definitely want to hear your thoughts because I'll share mine. <laughs> but you got to stick around to hear it. So don't go anywhere because this is the Amanda Seal Show. We're listening. We're laughing. We're learning. Give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. What's up, y'all? It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, rocking out right here with DJ Nails, and we've got some blackcurrant news for you. What's good? Let's jump right into it. So Missouri's House of Representatives, they've adopted this sexist dress code for female lawmakers who cannot show arms. Listen to this, Amanda. I spent $1,200 on a suit, and I can't wear it in the people's house because someone who doesn't have the range tells me that it's inappropriate. There are a lot of ways we could break decorum in this room, but a woman what she's wearing that is ridiculous you know what it feels like to have a bunch of men in this room looking at your top trying to decide whether it's appropriate or not i mean this is this is ridiculous lady you're right it is ridiculous it is absolutely so why are you doing it that we even have to talk about it on the house floor i agree in so why did you bring it up chamber, you would think that all you would have to do is say dress professionally and women could handle it the whole idea of this is Wear something over your clothes. So your interpretation of professional dress should be all of our interpretation of professional dress. I mean, this is just silly, really. Like, these are grown adults. And the reality is, is that a lot of the people in this Missouri House of Representatives, the issue is not about whether their sleeves are showing. The issue is that they ask be showing because the amount of laws and harmful ways that the people of Missouri are treated because they have legislators that don't care about them is just beyond my scope of comprehension. So the fact that someone even thought this was even worth talking about is not even that surprising to me. Representative Ann Kelly does not want you to wear your fly clothes because she feels some type of way. And you know what? I love that woman says she, these people do not have the range. They don't. They're, they're shopping at Walmart and they are doing what they do because style doesn't matter to them. But at the end of the day, it's like, why does someone's arms have anything to do with the work that you all are doing in the state of Missouri? It doesn't. They just want control. Again, control. And this Ann Kelly lady, she's all up in it. I would love to hear what you all think about it. Hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Now let's get into this story about gentrification and why, why do rich people like silence? Yeah, so gentrification has changed the culture. And it's a question that a lot of people ask, like, why do rich people love silent. Amanda, you've lived in New York. There's a lot of gentrification that's going on up there. Well, you know, there's this article in The Atlantic that came out and it's called Why Do Rich People Love Quiet? The Sound of Gentrification is Silence. And as somebody who lived in Harlem and like watched white people move in and like rally to stop like cultural celebrations that were going on long before they got there, it really was maddening. And it also just is like, why is it that rich people love quiet? And I think it really is not about rich people loving quiet but it's again this idea of control right this idea of if i come in this space then i get to determine and dictate what happens in this space because the minute they want to have some type of riot over a sports event or if they want to have some type of party on their rooftop then there's no problem right it really is just about like no mm. i live here now so i get to control what goes on in this space and when you move into areas that are filled with black and brown people part of our cultural identity is celebration and music i remember when we had the blackout in harlem like <laughs> you could not not 
walk a block without hearing like three different types of music. You're going to hear bachata, then you're going to walk a little further, hear reggae, then you walk a little further, hear hip hop. People are playing it out of their cars. Even with the electricity gone, people still found ways to play their music and still be out in community. So it's really frustrating to see it happen. It's happening all over the all over the nation. And it really just boils down to if you don't live the way the people live in the place that you're moving to, do not move there. And if you do move there, do not think that it is your right to change the way they are already living. But um, That's a fact. We're going to talk about Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez pappy had something to say to Megan Thee Stallion. And it is foolish. So you're going to want to stick around to find out what it is. We're going to play it and discuss it right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It is the Amanda Seals. That's I'm talking about myself. I'm talking about myself. I am here. I am back. I was in Africa <laughs> for the whole beginning of the year. And I am happy to be here with Nails, giving y'all some black urine news. And also talking about things like Tory Lanez's father being a fool. Let's hear the audio. Right here and say this, and this might come as a shock to many of you. But guess what? Both my son, myself, and others of our family have long decided that we are not going to hold any animosity against Megan Pete, a.k.a. Meg the Megan the Stallion. We forgave that girl long time ago, long time ago, because again, we know that the principle of forgiveness is important in order to cleanse one's heart, to cleanse one's soul, and to not be... Okay, that's it. That's it. That I am too jet lag for that. I'm too jet lag to have to hear all that ignorance. We got. We can't let that ride. Now we I think know. Pops is speaking just so he can show off his 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 hairline and his new haircut. Cause that's it. Bro, what? <laughs> that's it. And you know what? Your your son that you're over here running your mouth about already was on the phone the night of the incident on. The line at the jail apologizing for it. Regardless, I know she probably never ever gonna talk to me ever again. But, bruh, I just want you to know, bruh, I was just so fucking drunk. I didn't even know what the fuck was going on, bro. That I didn't even know exactly. what the fuck was going on, bro. So I broke this down like line for line in uh, the Amandaverse. So if you want to hear my thoughts about it, I broke it down. But ultimately, I just would really like his father to stop talking. Just really focus on supporting your son and what he got going on because he going to the jail. Okay? He going to the jail. You know how you in school you ended up seeing those kids that would get in trouble and then their parents would come up and start yelling at the principal for something. They can't do it. That was wrong. And you know they were wrong and you actually saw it happen. And the parent just doesn't do nothing but just make the situation worse. Mm. That's Tory Lanez right here. Narcissism breeding narcissism. It's Ooh. just basic math. Well, you know what's also basic math? That we got good stuff to talk about right here at the Amanda Seal Show because that's how we do. Now, when we come back, I got to ask y'all a question. Do you still wear things your ex purchased while with a new mate? <laughs> I want to talk about it and then I want to hear what you got to say about it when you call us. So keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, yes, y'all. We are back and we are here on that high vibration that we up, we up, we up on. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, joined by DJ Nails. DJ Nails. Nails, what's going on? 
Please set up this scenario. I want to hear people's thoughts. Oh, so on this podcast, Ain't at the Table, it was a question that arise. And I think a lot of people who are probably wearing something from their ex that was a gift right now. So do you still wear things your ex purchased while you're with a new mate? Amanda, have you? Well, I want to hear the audio. I want to hear the audio first. Okay. My ex bought me these um, Uggs. Like, I don't have to say that. I need Uggs for the wintertime. I'm not giving that back. So, like, maybe I can't afford to buy you Red Bottoms and Fendi and Gucci and Louis and Dior. I can't afford to do it, right? Mm. But he did all of that in the past. And every time we go out, you're wearing his stuff it's a slap in the face to the guy that oh you're currently God. with to get your money up it should be motivation first of all you got a bitch who's with you who had that type of guy and now she's with you uh-huh. you should be like damn you know i gotta step my game up we're talking about principles here the principle is that you are wearing memorabilia of your last relationship so you okay. gonna tell me to return Let's my shoes <laughs> okay first of all what this is is not about memorabilia this is about insecurity it's not like she's wearing some <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a difference between wearing, like, red bottoms and wearing, like, this is my man's, like, Letterman jacket that I'm still wearing Mm -hmm. that he gave me. You know, like, because that's different. That's something that's, like, a memento. That's, like, a token. That's, like, a a special, like, love gift, okay? But, like, your man, I'm going to tell you now. I have Gucci purses that I got from a previous suitor, and I'm still rocking them because they still fly. (laughs) And that is that. And it doesn't have any emotional attachment. And I think that's the difference. There are things that, you know, a partner can give you that have emotional attachment, and there's things that are simply just a gift. I agree. I think Buddy, who was just responding back on that podcast, Ate at the Table, I think he was just responding back on some pride type stuff. Like, yeah, you Mm -hmm. wearing something that another man got for you? Instead of, like, I mean, this beanie that I'm wearing right now, one of my exes bought this for me. It's not something I mean, that I'm wearing just to remember her or nothing. It's just comfortable. <laughs> and the truth is, like, we've all had lives before the life that we're having right now. And I think so many men want to lie to themselves and feel like they are the first ever in your life and that you're supposed to make them feel that way. And I think that's just an unrealistic expectation. But I want to know what you guys got to say about it. So make sure you hit us up. Is there a difference between, you know, gifts that your mate just gives you as a gift and gifts that may be offensive to keep in your life when you bring someone else in your life? Hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8, 1-855-262-6328. And let me know if you're still rocking something that someone gave you and tell me why. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Nails. That is Amanda Seals, fresh off the plane, back on American soil from the motherland. She's keeping you updated with everything as well on our show. You can always stay connected with us. We always want to hear from you. Hit us up. 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. We'll say it again for everybody who's listening on the podcast because we get people saying we don't say the number enough. 855-AMANDA-8. All right. You can chime in on all the conversations we have over here on the show. We did a story at the end of the year last year about this girlfriend being mad at her boyfriend, buying his son some shoes, and he pays a lot in child support already. She got an extra job to help him out with bills, and you guys are still chiming in on this conversation. Let's go to the phone real quick. Hi, good morning, Amanda. I'm from Jersey, and I've been listening to you and DJ Nels ever since I've uh, heard y'all on the radio. I love what y'all do. I love what you do. And like you said, make it make sense. The land of common sense. I do want to comment (laughs) on the child support thing because I'm a father of many. And if a woman goes into a relationship with a man or vice versa and they have kids, whatever that child support order is for that man, he pays that. And whatever extra is left, yeah, he should contribute to the household. 50-50, yeah, that's cool for some. But for me, old school. And I think she's only mad because 
he was on the phone with old girl, which is his baby mom, and he shouldn't have been. That's disrespectful to his lady. Y'all have a blessed day. Interesting. (laughs) I was not thinking he was going to go that way. What do you think, Nails? That's a whole nother conversation to have. First of all, I want to know if he was taking a left turn or a right turn, because that blanket was just going off. Yes, (laughs) definitely on the move. To give Buddy his kudos, I'm going to call him Mr. Yamin, because he sounded Mm -hmm. like he, he knew exactly, you know, where he was going with it. I do get what he's saying i feel the issue is not really the point that he's spending money on his son i think the issue of the girlfriend was that he's on facetime with his baby mama around her i think that's what the big problem is i think facetime also is a little bit od like let's be real i understand you gotta talk to your bm because of course you are co-parenting but the facetime of it all we don't know the contents of the conversation so I guess we are all just basically talking at our necks. Because we mentioned that he's on FaceTime with his baby mama, it's going to be a lot more people called in to continue to talk about this same exact topic of conversation. <laughs> well, keep the calls coming. We don't mind talking about it as long as we get to talk about it with y'all. Now, make sure you follow us on all socials at Seal Said It and tell a friend about what we got going on over here. Coming up next, we got to talk about Keenan Anderson, cousin of Black Lives Matter co-founder Catrice Colors. He was tased by police and died from cardiac arrest. And we want to talk about it right here on the Amanda Seal Show, so do not move. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. We wrapping it up. That's it for the show today. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seal signing off with the homeboy DJ Nails. But before we go, y'all been blowing up the phones. And we have a caller who really loves the show, so you know we always got time for that. Hi, Amanda. Monica calling again from Allentown, PA. I just wanted to say thank you so much because we needed the station because people, you know, the music, today's music isn't like the R&B that we, we know, we listen to. So thank you. You're, you and your show doing a great job, and I, I don't even change the dial anymore. It's stuck on 100.3. Hey. love my 90s R&B so I can't even front I'm with you Monica I'm with you thank you for really thank you for listening we truly appreciate you and make sure to tell a friend about the Amanda Seal show and if you'd like to comment on anything we discussed or just say hi leave us a message our lines are open 24-7 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 alright coming up on tomorrow's show we'll have all your black news and a lot more including if you can talk to your 15-year-old self, what would you say? I can't wait to hear what Amanda got to say. Because <laughs> you're in a definitely different position now than you were when you were 15 years old. Yeah, I mean, I'm not flat-chested. So that there is just the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can also check out the latest edition of the Amanda Seals Show podcast episodes wherever you get podcasts, all right? We appreciate you so much for being tapped in with us, too, at Seal Said It on all the social media. Great energy for our first show back, Nails. Great energy. I came back with my African rhythms. We will be right back here tomorrow at the Amanda Seal Show, so we hope you'll be joining us. Enjoy the rest of your day. And remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.